ஒரே மானே Yes. Yes. Awesome. Do you want to start? I will. I will. Hold on. Okay. Your goals? Let's hold on. So we'll just start with the narration. Turn to your hat. Okay. I'm, I'm going to shut up. Or the edge of your seats. <laughs> I don't know. Do people still hold on to hats? Is that a thing or did I just make that up? Not still because people don't wear hats anymore. But is that a... I was just going to say, do people wear hats anymore? Yeah. But was it ever a saying or did I just make it up? No, I think they used to. If it's windy, then you have to. Hold on to your hats? Yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah. Oh, well. I wish hats. Oh, oh, hold on to your horses. Oh, yes. That's the one. That's the one I was thinking of. Hold on to your horses. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving yeah, past this. Yes, yes. So we begin with the opening narration. Uh-huh. A clown, a clown, a hobo, a ballet dancer, a bagpiper and an army major. Oh a my collection god, wait. of question marks. Do you know this? I think we you know this. Need to take notes. Yeah, no, no, I don't know this. I'm like, wait. Who? Who? I'm finding I'm looking for a word file. There are so many characters already. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no. It doesn't. I mean I'll tell you yeah don't Why don't try to follow don't try to follow all of them we I'm okay. setting up the scene so yeah they are background actors if you may but also not go 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 I apologize there are five people just know that there are five people here okay right hmm yeah, and we'll come back to their who they are anyway later cool I'll just start again then sorry okay. it's fine <laughs> it, it it is a heavy one okay um a clown a hobo a ballet dancer a bagpiper and an army major a collection of question marks five improbable entities stuck together in a pit of darkness no logic no reason no explanation 
just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. In a moment, we'll start collecting clues as to the whys, the what's, and the where's. We will not, however, end the nightmare. We'll only explain it because this is the twilight zone. Moving Ooh. on to the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A uniformed U.S. Army major wakes up to find himself trapped inside a large metal cylinder where he meets a hobo, a ballet dancer, a bagpiper, and a clown who, ironically, seems to be the one amongst them all who reasons the most. All of them have different theories regarding their presence in that metal cylinder. Although they admit none of them are realistic. They mm-hmm. also have no memory of who they are or how they became trapped. And they do not seem to have any need for food or water. The major, being the newest arrival, is the most determined to ex- escape. He is told there is no way of either breaking through or climbing up the cylinder. Eventually, the major suggests a plan to escape, forming a tower of people, each person on the other's shoulders. However, the dancer at the top of the tower is still a few inches short of the cylinder's top and a loud clanking noise shakes the cylinder and sends the pipe tumbling down to the ground. Now, even more determined, the major fashions a grappling hook hook out of the loose bits of clothing and his sword. Mm. By reforming the tower of people, he manages to grapple onto the edge of the cylinder. As he turns to survey the area surrounding the cylinder, he tumbles to the ground outside. The clown inside the cylinder briefly bemoans the loss admitting that the major was right after all. They're all in hell. The scene cuts to a little girl picking up a doll from the snow in the dress of an army major. The cylinder is a Christmas toy collection barrel for a girl's orphanage, and all five characters are nothing more than dolls. The loud clanking was the ringing of a bell used by a woman to attract donations. She tells the girl to return the doll to the barrel. The final shot is of the five characters, now seen as dolls, with painted faces and glass eyes. The ballet dancer moves to hold the hand of the major as her eyes fill with tears. Closing narration, just a barrel, a dark depository, where all are kept, bare are kept the counterfeit, make-believe pieces of plaster and cloth, brought in a distorted image of human life. But this added hopeful note, Perhaps they are unloved only for the moment. In the arms of children, there can be nothing but love. A clown, a tramp, a backpack player, a ballet dancer and a major. Tonight's cast of players on the odd stage known as the Twilight Zone. Done. What? Oh my god. (laughs) This is like, it's Toy Story shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Toy Story, but it took a turn. Yeah. It took a turn. Because it took a sort of for kids horror watching. turn. <laughs> so they had to keep it like chill. Like chill, yeah. So so this <laughs> made me think of, you know, like to put it very bluntly, like the <laughs> the emptiness of human existence. Like oh. these characters, you know, you know, like at the beginning, you know, how you were like, oh, let me take notes about who these people are. So like these characters have an identity. There's a clown, there's a hobo, you know, there's a major. Mm-hmm. But... Hmm. Doesn't it seem really meaningless because that's just a role that they are playing? You know, it's like a meaningless career assignment that you are going to don the dress of a ballet ballerina, sorry, or you're going to wear the costume of a clown, and that's that. So this sort of made me wonder, you know, like what is 
the whole purpose of our lives because like for human existence wow what is, man what is, you've <laughs> you dropped a big one on us. i know i know yeah this is a big one i know i'm just throwing you all off the deep end so what is our purpose what is our role and like coming back to these characters you know like how do we identify ourselves and do our identities give like a subjective meaning to our lives you know all of that what makes us human for example um yeah all of these all of the above all of the above in the grand scheme of things oh my god i'm i can't i i'm not going to go into this rant again but this is why i don't like space documentaries because they freak me out yeah i yeah. watch indigrass tyson that show on netflix first 6 minutes in which he was just describing how big the space is and i couldn't take it i started freaking out and i was like please shut this down so in the grand scheme of things yes nothing matters because we are so like if we look at it that way that we are so small and so tiny and insignificant that who cares whether you wear the uniform of a ballerina or a clown or whatever mm. your fear is who cares it's space dust ultimately but but if we live on that macro scale then we can't live our life in general if yeah. we live with that existential yeah. crisis of all throughout like it's good to have existential crisis we've learned that from chidi but we cannot live throughout <laughs> we cannot live the whole life in that crisis being like nothing matters and fuck this and i'm just going to sit here and not do anything do nothing do nothing or do everything or i don't know right that's the crisis hmm yeah i mean ants don't stop making ant hills simply because they're ants oh, right that's a good one hmm. that's a good one yep. <laughs> true 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 that is very so you what do you think i think uh this quote comes to mind uh perception is reality because hmm. uh just actually i'm having a hard time just putting my thoughts together because money you have really shaken me with this story and this question but uh, so i'm trying to sense make sense of um, everything that's going on in my head and trying to put it into words but i feel as though um, echoing what dhanu said we can't live our life thinking about the macro and we usually don't right most of us we think that life revolves around ourselves and most of the thoughts that we have are well focused on us living in this world yeah sometimes we do wonder uh, neil degrasse tyson what are you saying <laughs> i don't know what leave this me means alone. what do earth yeah leave me please. alone <laughs> exactly <laughs> but for the most part we are very much um, engrossed in our own lives and taking it back to the story i feel like yes at the end of the day all five characters are nothing but toys um but as you said they they do have an identity and not only do they have an identity um in terms of the person who's listening to the story uh, so us but they know that they have an identity and that is evident from the efforts that the army uh, personnel makes uh, army officer whatever army major, major he uh, yeah. makes yeah army major he makes to get out of that um, cylindrical barrel mm. um so 
in that sense, I feel as though, yeah, okay, they are just toys at the end of the day. But are they just toys? What if, hmm. since they since they can think, right? Uh, and since they perceive that they are toys, they can either just be in a corner of that barrel, get rolled around. Well, not at the same time, but <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and think that okay, I'm just a toy, nothing else. Or they can actually be actively involved in being a toy. Vis-a-vis and toy story. Joy to the kid. Yeah, bring joy to the kid or make it a horror Mm. story by trying to talk to the kid and (laughs) freak the kid out or or take it a step ahead and freak the entire family out, get thrown in a dumpster and live their own life where they are nothing but themselves. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched that movie. I'm too scared of horror movies. But I I hope I've made my point. No, you did, but you know, you actually brought up something very interesting. This is what I was thinking about that. I feel like what is my purpose or like, I'm not talking about like me, Mane, but just that question that what's my purpose or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's not the perhaps the correct question to ask. Like, like you said that on a micro level, what it is that we do. So I feel like Mm -hmm. the better question to ask is what do I do with my time? That is important. Or goosebumps. Money goosebumps yeah. because yeah, in the, uh, in the sense that and taking and just taking what you said that you know either be a good toy to the kids or try to terrorize the family or whatever it is whatever it is. I think it applies to us as well. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. agree because you know. Uh, go ahead, no, no. I'll I'll come to my point later. Oh no! I was just gonna agree with Mane that she's right. It 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 does translate into the fact that it's the same as people accepting their purpose you know when people are at a job or something they are like yeah. oh my god this is and you know not to bring religion into it but mm-hmm. if it was up to me i would never bring religion into anything but <laughs> but <laughs> that's what uh, most religion at the core at the core is right that oh yes. you person life like you are put on this earth for this this and this reason it is a very very like very silly but i was watching the show on netflix which is very very christian overtones to that show but it's funny so it's fine it's funny so i watch it which show is this a teenage bounty hunters (laughs) i saw it recently in like the new sure let me tell you that but anyway so in that the main protagonist are christians and not like a joke christian they like actually believe everything they do go to catholic Mm -hmm. school and everything they're not like Mm -hmm. rebels like even if they're rebels they still believe in their religion and at one point they meet this uh guy whose life is in shambles and they're, they're like oh my god this is our purpose i think god put us here so that we can help him get his life together because he's like really yeah, yeah and it's like when people are religious they pick up these small small things being like yeah that's mm-hmm. that's it this is why i was sent here this is why i was supposed to meet meet this person this is why i was supposed to do that and they find mm-hmm. purpose in that just like the ballerina ultimately was like oh okay cool i'll just i mean she Hold still was hand. sad mm-hmm. i mean on mm-hmm. she but she's a ballerina aren't they always sad would I actually, I actually, do you know what goes into being a ballerina? Like the amount yes, of training? Yes, oh, yes, yes. It is very upsetting. It's very difficult. Dude, their exercise, I mean, I wouldn't say it's, it's just training. It is scary. Yeah. Have you guys oh seen, God. I mean, everyone I feel like has seen Black Swan, but have you guys seen yes. Black Swan? Yes, I love that no. movie. <laughs> what? 
Oh, you haven't. Yeah, I you mean, haven't. I don't of... watch movies. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of movies. It's and I know I'm Mila missing Kunis. out. But... It's Mila Kunis. I know. And, uh... I've seen. The thing is, you know, I've seen um, analysis of the movie, but I have to stop like two minutes in because I was like, I haven't even, even seen the bloody movie. What, what am I doing here? You know. It's Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Yes, Natalie. I will. I will watch it this week, and you know what? I'll make it productive. This is the productive thing I'll do. It's watch that one. Yes, being 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 a valid answer is difficult. But uh, I'm sorry. Just one more thing. I it struck me was when uh, Swarali said reality is perception. You know what Mm -hmm. came to my mind, and Mane will remember this. uh is uh, this quote from that uh, from dark uh, that uh, she she this lady tells to this younger kid like are we a butterfly who's dreaming about being a man or a man who's be dreaming about being a butterfly it was some paradox that she named i don't remember yeah, what yeah. paradox it remember. was yeah. but she uh, essentially the question essentially says that she's like what is the reality even you don't know mm. Yeah, you yeah. know, I was just about to say. I feel like we are actually living in a twilight zone that is of our own making, and I'll tell you how. Uh, because we, like we touch, I don't know if we touched upon this maybe briefly. Is that my my question is? Um, do you know how maybe now like we are a little, we we are, we are sort of done with our education or we are still getting done with our education and we've been working for a couple years or so. So we're in that middle. I don't know. and mm-hmm. you know how we meet some midlife crisis <laughs> yeah maybe, already maybe. but already <laughs> of course i had it at 21 2021 so um, <laughs> one of the first things that you ask somebody is you know oh, what do you do as in your profession mm. or what it is that you're studying or mm. meaning what are you you know what are you going to be working as eventually or something like that mm-hmm. and that just makes me think that are we attaching our i quote unquote identity to the job that we do and mm. what does that mean just like on a bigger level oh we very much so very all. so attached no no we very much so attached people's i mean you are saying identity i am saying even value to what type oh, of yeah. to, bro job. that is to i mean of course yeah, of that course. goes without saying yeah but like yeah, yeah. to what uh, we are doing because nobody ever meets somebody and is like See that's the thing that's the difference it's not when you are younger because when you are younger and you meet somebody you might probably ask them what bands do you like or like what's your favorite movie you I'd can, be like do you have a badminton racket let's play you know <laughs> no but like <laughs> yeah exactly but like kids wouldn't so when you are younger that's the like you actually care about who the person is Right. What are their interests? What do they like? Versus when you're older, you try to be more like, oh, so where do you work? Because a lot, because realistically, how many people work in places that they do not like or enjoy or have nothing to do with their interest? But it's just vast majority. Of, vast majority. Yeah. Right? We have bills to pay. We have bills to pay. Exactly. So vast majority of people do that, which means that that question itself is like untrue, like in defining so many people. it is undefining right. and characterizing so many people because even if they do tell you and you have some perception of them of like oh okay he works in this field or she works in that field but that's not who they are that's not what they like that's not what they want to do so you are not even getting a correct interpretation of that person by that question and yet 
so that is in a way a costume these people are wearing at least for the people who are unhappy with their work or not completely into but it but then i mean that makes me wonder like do you ever associate yourself with your field of either education or work or anything in that sphere uh i get weirdly defensive about it like i immediately like shit on it i don't know why i do that but it's 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 probably some sort of defense mechanism like before you shit on it i'm going to shit on it i'm going to shit on it you're in marketing that's cool that's no but that's cool. no but that's horrible on a like oh you yeah, manipulate people oh, yeah yeah that too <laughs> so so before anyone else shits on it i'm like yeah yeah it sucks and then i move <laughs> Yeah, nobody else can throw shade at you. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Doing it myself. Yeah, Swarali, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I was just along the lines of what you said that do people identify themselves so much with what they do? I was going to ask why do why do we ask that question? Right? One answer right? would be yeah. yeah, because people think well because you, what you do for work is a big part of your identity or is believed to be a big part of your identity. or another perspective would be um to as well as bad as it may sound to judge the person in front of you are they worth talking to or yeah, um, yeah. am i or am i better than them or are they better than me mm-hmm. i think that's probably why we ask people that i don't know i mean that's just one uh, way to look at it but i want to know from both of you as well why do you think we ask that no i think it's to associate value to a person i definitely think that i don't think there is anything beyond that when people mm-hmm. ask it maybe sometimes some some part of it is to find if you have things in common that you can talk about like if somebody mm-hmm. says oh i do this and then it's if it's of interest to you then you delve further into it like oh okay mm-hmm. what what because there is nothing more awkward conversation wise than saying where do you work or what do you study and they're like oh right so what's it like working there do you care do you care what <laughs> working in a corporate oh, office Lord. you do not yeah. like can you yeah. not unless somebody is like a fucking detective or like i don't know like a like something like not like interesting is only when mm-hmm. i and by people being asking that question like oh what is it like what is it like like what's your day to day like in that mm-hmm. field of work but in gen like a i don't know but yeah in general i don't think that people actually care about it it's just to associate value to people of like okay this person is worthy this person is yeah. not this person yeah. is educated and like it's it's all of i mean yes there is like intellectual superior superiority yeah. it as well where people mm. are like more educated people will be more like okay i can talk to them i guess because there are successful people who are not as educated hmm. so i mean a lot of okay i'm not going to say <laughs> yeah, but different conversation yeah 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 um, but like you know so that that's also one aspect so it doesn't necessarily even if people are like have a good job a good money still they could be judged around it depending on what type of job it is is it blue collared is it white collared mm, yeah 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 because there are a lot of blue collared rich people who will still get like looked down by by some intellectual white collar people even if they make less money mm. than them 
yeah i think that um it's a way to further the small talk you know like mm. nobody actually cares but it's just a segue like okay what if the person opposite me just says something that i have might have a vague connection to i can further the conversation that way and also driven by the fact that we do spend the majority of our day at our jobs so given that ratio i think it's fair did you hear that did some, what happened did someone die <laughs> no no somebody like my dad sneezed not somebody sneezed yeah. <laughs> check sir yeah yeah dad sneezes we all know how loud loud they are um anyway going back to the topic that we do spend a majority of our times at our jobs and uh i don't know dude i feel like we are more than our whatever job day job it is that we have Definitely. obviously obviously but then um that also makes me wonder like i think dhanu just said this that you tend to associate a certain profession with virtues or values that they might have did you say mm. that or did i just pick this up i don't know um, I but yeah like how you would for example just off the top of my head like maybe a doctor you would automatically be like oh they are really hard working simply because you have heard that they work really long hours like shifts that like 40 hour shifts or whatever um yeah so that made me wonder like just right now that if we had um pursued a different line of education or a different job um profile or role whatever do you think we would be quote unquote different people meaning oh, yes. in terms of our values i mean what i'm actually getting at is did you pick up something of substance through your education meaning a value like hard working or being diligent or like a work ethic or whatever i mean yeah does this make sense yes. what i'm saying no yeah, it it, make it makes a lot of sense i think that especially what we learn in our um uh, bachelors right so school is one thing where we are learning a bit of everything and then when we go to college that's when we do something of our liking or when in most indians case of our parents liking but we are deep diving into a specific topic and i feel like the profession we choose to a vast degree affects the way we think right so if yes, you're that doing that's what i was getting uh, at yep, yep yeah yep. because if you are if you are uh, let's say if you do a scientific degree then you might have a more um you know like well a scientific mindset or a hypothesis driven mindset if you are doing the arts then you might well you might have very unique ways of thinking that mm-hmm. others just cannot rationally or logically arrive to because you have uh, developed skills that basically value creativity uniqueness and um, art uh, if you are in uh, if you are like in commerce or an accountant you have a very okay this this is yes this is no this is how i methodical. go ahead. i mean yeah, yeah methodical quite methodical so i definitely think that your profession uh, to a strong degree can to a large degree can affect the way you think about the world and therefore how the world perceives you uh, but at the end of the day i guess it depends on how much you uh, connect with what you have studied right yeah yeah if you or even your you profession act, yeah or your profession exactly if you choose to do something else or if you realize that this is the way that i think because of my background and actively choose to come out of that 
then that's a different thing but um what we learn surely does affect how how we think wow i throughout your entire uh, talk i agreed disagreed agreed again and then disagreed again <laughs> <laughs> tell me what tell us so i was like waiting for you to finish because i don't know like, i disagree and then like regret i don't know i feel like at some place of, because i was going through my own head right like you were saying that this is what makes you but an artist who gets like a works in an artistic field they already has that artistic vision yes i think i suppose you are right in the sense that it lets them it helps them harness it like working uh, sorry studying it harnesses but there are like plenty of artists who never had any formal education and still are pretty good artists but that can only be but, said i guess about artists not about like stem anybody i would argue that i would argue that well i said bachelors as i as i mentioned it's because we are focusing on that topic right you don't have to have a formal education it can be informal let's let's say you got out you um uh, finish your 10th grade and then set up a tea stall right you or, or whatever uh, why you some go there man trigger for for some re- <laughs> yeah for some reason for some reason i'm drinking tea actually that's what <laughs> it's okay not because of modi but anyways um yeah uh, anyways so whatever you, let's say you get into a business then you are studying that business it's not formal education you didn't get a business degree mm. but uh, you are learning about it right so uh, that's why i said um, college not because uh, of that formal institution but rather focusing on that particular subject for a, a dedicated amount of time and deep diving into it mm, I, yeah i suppose you are right that you do you do you and yes that's for sure the fa- it's a fact that your world view is affected by uh, what type of job you do or what type of things you learn because yeah i mean a very crude example like again thinking back to the doctor thing like a doctor in an emergency room would be just looking to stop the immediate blood loss that is happening in front of them in that minute right versus somebody like um a person who is the engineer of like spacecrafts or like a civil engineer who is making bridges or whatever they're looking at like the long term um i don't know how their structures would mm. you know what i mean function on hold up hold yeah. up yeah 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 so like would that translate into your real life where you would just be looking at things in the like right now or do you think about things in like a long term you know so like small small things like that versus maybe um one example comes where lawyers like counsels lawyers or um yeah not lawyer or nay only lawyers who always have to think about something bad that might happen to you and account for it so mm. do do you in your real, uh, real life also sort of start taking into account any bad scenario that might happen to you or whatever and start planning for it you know so it's it's things like that yeah hmm. and um i a friend of mine who's into finance i can tell you uh i can relate to this on another level because and the reason i had such a clear answer was because of that like every time we would have a discussion the way he would present his views and the way i would present my views they were very much tied to well my uh, neuroscience background and his finance background so i could see that you know he thinks about things in terms of 
how rational you are or how uh, whatever like whatever finance related stuff right and i would come from a completely different perspective and we have had several discussions on the same point that it's our education that is making us think this way and we should take a step back and understand what the other person is trying to say to have a richer understanding of the topic mm-hmm. and that's so, why diversity is important yeah so uh, i agree mane what you were saying about the lawyer uh, what do you call it lawyers being that way but i don't know how much that translates into their life the way i was thinking about it is how they look at world in general is affected not day but people look at world in general is affected by their jobs like there are people who will probably be more empathetic because of what their job entails if it entails a lot of human uh, contact or one on one interaction with people they might be more empathetic than somebody who looks at people like who is more numbers oriented but so i was thinking about it from that point of view but what you were saying is that you know just the the things that you learn in school for or the things that you imply in your job directly implying to your uh, daily life i don't know how much that translates it might because like going back to my detective example i would assume that a detective is just cautious in life throughout even mm. if they are not on like working at that moment they're still like their senses are heightened and they're more aware of things than a normal joe right so i guess it does it because they are ultimately at the end of the day skills yeah yeah however you look at it mm-hmm. yeah how they react to mm-hmm. it might be uh well perhaps uh, related to their um, their background their educational background but what actually happens to them is really dependent on a mix of extrinsic factors so yeah yeah true but i still i still feel like for for a lot of people it's still just a costume even if whether they use it whether they not use it i still think that for a lot of people it's just like their job is something that's they don't associate with uh, their like this is part of me kind of a thing like this is what defines me yeah yeah but then i feel like this makes me wonder that okay there are people who don't identify with their jobs being their identity great i i mean yes agreed but then that makes me wonder what are the things that make up your identity or how do you mm. define your identity mm. you know interchangeably what else makes you um sorry swarhali <laughs> human what makes you human i mean i feel like you're going to be like this is such a heavy question mane but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was the thing is i actually have an answer for this one uh, <laughs> how <laughs> i feel like <laughs> I mean not what makes you human but the, the question that that you asked uh-huh. us before that um I mean what what makes you you if it's not your job uh I think a lot of people were there are some people that actually um find a lot of value in what they do in their uh, day jobs and that is why they well work for it. they are actively involved in in their work Mm-hmm. they yeah, yeah. connected to that but uh, there are others who work so that they can do what 
they really want to right so it might be it might be really simple things like giving a good life to your family or traveling or um having a gig on the side of uh, freelancing to something that you like to do or literally just living life uh for yourself the way you want i am going to earn so that i can get a flat of my own or i'm going to earn so that i can uh not worry about how i'm going to put food on my own plate hmm. and just like survival related things um so yeah i mean to summarize some people work because they want to work and other people work so that they can enable so that work can enable them to things that they really want to do yeah no and and there are i mean think about it there are so many people uh, who are just waiting for their retirement so they can finally then actually do what they want to do like indulge yeah. into all the things they couldn't because of the responsibilities or the work or whatever it is that i feel like that that passion the thing that they are looking forward to that's what makes that's who they are the thing that yeah. you want to do is when you are like yes because that is what you whatever you enthusiastically want to do whatever yeah. you are enthusiastic about is who you are mm. i agree i mean and i have examples in my own family um that have done this so for example my grandfather he uh, well he had a day job he was uh, he worked in the government and then after he retired uh, he actually studied law and he became a lawyer wow. after he retired wow. yeah and he was a practicing lawyer and he's fought a lot of cases uh, because that's what he was passionate about so he did that after that retirement was, that is so cool um, and yeah, what the exactly. retirement age is what 58 60 i think, 60? think at his time it was around 55 or something okay uh, honestly i'm not i'm not exactly sure when he retired but well the fact that he started practicing law after he retired so these people i know that they did what they had to do and then they you know started uh, doing things that they wanted to do but couldn't before yeah and exactly and yeah and they are now doing things that they are passionate about like exactly I mean, yeah even my dad is looking forward to his retirement in some aspect <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry sorry about laughing but we 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 discussed this off air and yeah. the laughter is coming from dhanu's reaction to her dad's wishes not at what uncle wants to do is oh. i am on board with what uncle wants to do i think he's really cool i love him he wants to but, become uh, one with nature like fine i guess Ooh. i don't relate to it i don't oh, know wow. what to tell you but i relate yeah. to it i relate exactly. to it i want to go bird watching <laughs> right. I mean, I still do go bird watching. Just rolling, but, uh, just rolling her eyes. Like, who are these people? Why am I surrounded by them? I'm telling you, what after was, I am was... done. Are you planning Sorry, your retirement but... already at the age of 25? Yes. I, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Bold of you. I know that, that I'm going to be in nature a lot of the time um, after after I have no responsibilities as such. bold um, of you to have amassed enough money to not worry about them yeah that's true but like yeah exactly so he's also like looking forward to his retirement and like he has like plans like he has like concrete plans of like things he wants to do and etc but it, and it's not just him like i know a lot of people as well who have like 
taken different paths after their careers or like because they made their money they did their responsibility it it goes back it is it's very weird but i don't know how else to describe it but do you actually you know what i'm not going to because i don't remember the names of it but the four <laughs> ashrams that we have in our life assuming mm. i've got mm, those ashrams yes, yes, were yes. divided thinking that yeah. we will live 100 years mm throw back to school yeah but like the last one is essentially where people i mean yes according yeah. to that ashram the last one is like okay now you are done with your family responsibilities go die but it <laughs> but it is it is also like now you get to live life on your terms so go do whatever you want up until the point you die is how it oh, is oh yeah i i i remember the first one is that you study no the first one yes. oh what the first one is you are kid right yeah but you study right you are in gurukul yes <laughs> the second oh, one yeah, is 25 years you can't be a kid for 25 years that's true the first one is you study <laughs> yeah you study the second one is you create a family of your own yes. the third one is you help your kids who will create a family of their own and then the fourth one is you leave everything behind the society yeah yeah you leave the society behind and you live a simple life Yeah. Eat yes. nuts and berries yeah. and be in nature. Right. <laughs> Bird yeah. watching. Your dad yeah. and I, we are on track. <laughs> you are on the same spectrum right now. Just, just twenty-five years age, like diff, uh, apart in the journey, but basically the same path. <laughs> but, but no, exactly. So the same way, right? Like you can, and. Again, keeping that aside because we can't really follow that uh, schedule anymore. but the whole part of like so many people looking forward to uh that age of retirement and then finally doing what they want to do can be seen mm-hmm. in a way as like they finally hanging up their costumes being like okay yeah. now i'm yeah. done yeah. now the play is over yes mm-hmm. play is over let me go home now like can we be done with this so all of this comes back like all of this encapsulates that for a lot of people and again i'm not not everybody i'm not uh, like putting everybody into this because a number of people do love it but a lot of people do associate their jobs as nothing more than those costumes these people were wearing being like okay this is just something i'm supposed to do now it doesn't mean that they don't have purpose in life this yeah. like mane mentioned like that or no sorry swarali mentioned their purpose in life could be like making a happy family this costume is just assisting them in achieving that purpose in life yeah nothing so, wrong in that exactly. you know what you just said removing your costume it has reminded me of something i think it was shakespeare not sure correct me if i'm wrong who said that all the worlds nee wait what did he say all the worlds all are the stage, worlds are stage. Yeah. Mm. yeah yeah the worlds yeah. are stage i think it yeah. the worlds are stage basically right like yes. you hang up your costume and then just exit and then do your own thing yeah right exactly yeah. exactly there is a song so yeah, what... that's like um, i really mm-hmm. love that song i'll i'll tell Mane... it about it later but yeah yeah no so i was just like yeah gathering up our thoughts about yeah identity and what makes us human i think yeah i agree with both of you on most things yeah that yeah what makes you happy what mm, but just one thing i mean i don't agree with is that and i have this beef since forever is that why wait until retirement to do the things that you but 
want to do but i i feel like that's a whole different conversation because then that takes us into like the modern day society no. and like capitalism and what not that's like a different conversation but is something to ponder man that all the time we have is like now and how much are you going to keep putting off things thinking that oh i'll do it after i'm 55 or whatever xyz exactly. age after i retire or after i've taken sorry after i've bought my first flat after my first kid graduates college or whatever is your threshold so yeah, yeah just something that i always try to put into perspective like i might not be alive at the age of 32 what is what is the point of the plans that i made for when i am at the age of 45 right just gone down yeah. the drain um so you know like i i was really intrigued by this what you mentioned that uh why do people wait until retirement right we have such a finite amount of time on earth and it really doesn't make sense to uh push your dreams to a later stage or defer your plans because well because life got in the way but at the end of the day well life is what you're living so for me that's yeah. even even i wonder the same thing and i feel as though for many of us um we we have a lot of freedom to think where we are kid when we are kids uh, we have our own mindsets but as we grow up we get layers of what other people think uh, around us what our parents expect out of us what our friends are doing and then our worldview gets warped up with everybody else's and we feel as though uh, we must have a family by this age. We must be settled by this time. Uh, we must have a traditional conventional job. We must do what will pay the bills. And most of our life is spent thinking about that. And it's only after we have done all of these things that might not mean a lot to us that we mm-hmm. get the focus back on us. And that's that's a bit sad, but I guess that's yeah. what it is. Because it's fear as well. I mean, we can't just, you know, financial security is a hell of a thing to pass on for whatever yeah. it is that we one might want to do, you know. Because yeah. even though there are so many things that say like, you know, you should do this, you should like do what you love. And, and yes, I agree with all of them. But we cannot disregard the fact that a large portion of it is uh, like not pursued because of fear because we, oh, every, yes, because there yeah. isn't a choice yeah such. because like yeah there are a lot of people who genuinely just don't have a choice because of what their situation is or what their personal life is like that this is the only way they have to go but there are even people who are like in the middle of it like they could if they want to they could like go do what they want to mm-hmm. even for them that doesn't still mean that they have to overcome this fear of yeah. Because when if you fail, it's very hard because of all the things you mentioned before of like having a traditional life, like all the things you would miss out on, lest yeah. this doesn't work yeah. out. Yeah. Right, right. Too much that the pressure is too much, and that's too, uh, yeah. like that makes people too afraid to even think about it. Because once, because, and that's why a lot of people leave it to retirement because they're like, okay, fine, once this is done then hmm. i can and now that this is also to say that our generation is not retiring anytime soon you know oh, yeah. so this is still we are talking about people who are from our parents generation and this is what the mentality they had that they didn't really even have a choice 
of like this is uh, of yeah. what you could do what else you could do they only knew one right. path this is what you have to do put food on the table raise kids have kids raise kids send them to school that's it do your duty do your yeah. duty so that's the only mentality that they did have so that is why it's prevalent in their generation we don't know now our generation how that's going to change because there are a lot of people right now who are like living their best life and yeah. according to 18000 articles killing so many industries just <laughs> by living our best life yeah. but yeah. you know what i mean like there are people like there are there are like we have read all of, all of us has read that art, have read those articles where like again i'm doing hard quotes but millennials are not buying houses anymore or millennials are not having kids kids uh, anymore yeah kids anymore yeah. or yeah they are like not so they also prefer spending money on experiences than things so that kills like yeah, yeah. eight odd industries mm-hmm. more but like their ex- experiences so they will like probably go on vacations and whatever rather than buy some new car or something like that right yeah. so yeah. so it is already changing the change in lifestyle is already happening so there is a chance that by the time our generation reaches retirement if 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 i just <laughs> Elon Musk takes takes us to Mars with him. Then <laughs> you won't go, but yeah. But people who go. So if we yeah, reach right. retirement, then our generation might have like a different like that's when we are like, oh well, I have lived my life on my own terms. So what now? Because yeah, there is all yeah. because there is also that thing. And again, this is not to say that one way or the other is better or worse. but there is that thought process that comes to our parents mind like whenever i have had a discussion about this with somebody from the older generation i have whenever i've put forward this like oh yeah there are a lot of people who don't want to have kids and this that and the other they've been like yeah but what happens when you're old and i don't agree with them because found family is a thing of course mm-hmm. but but it can be from their point of view how they are seeing it is and yes you don't need a child to fulfill your life that's there bro child is one thing i've had a conversation with somebody from the elder generation i was talking about how get not getting married is a thing right so they were yeah. like yeah but what do you do once you have moved out or you don't live with your parents anymore whom do you come home to what about companionship which i think was a very great point to bring up agreed but i think that's the difference right we don't think the as these as check boxes to be ticked anymore yeah you know exactly Maybe that's just me. i don't know but and i mean not speaking about an entire generation but yeah, just yeah, yeah. on a personal level i guess of course and and even even with marriages although i am in favor of marriage if nothing if nothing else but to get a tax break <laughs> that's like yeah number one reason not number one reason that's harsh you know because mm. you love somebody and what not but also like let's Don't not worry. forget let's not forget what we are getting out of this by signing a contract sweet but sweet tax benefits you can share insurance there is a lot of things but <laughs> but also also that is another thing right that these so we so all the things that our older generation is saying that you will miss out on these things if you are doing this thing we won't know that yet because our generation hasn't re- reached that 
point yeah. exactly i mean we yeah. aren't yet 60 years old so maybe 25 years later there'll be another slew of articles of everything millennials missed out on that will be <laughs> because of their lifestyle choices but we won't know about it yet right and i like that i like that actually you know yeah it's fine it's it's one way of doing things again as i said no one way is better than better or worse than yeah, the other Yeah, it's just definitely. a different way of doing things so we'll find out mm. what the different way entails later on but i need try to impression them into doing things our way <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully not hopefully not if we are alive that is again <laughs> <laughs> or have kids you know yes, yeah. yes exactly yeah but yeah um yeah i actually just have one quick question before i ask another question um, okay just Yeah, the quick question is, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Once you grew up. Oh yeah, I don't know. I mean, does it doesn't it vary from like? Didn't we have that yeah, chapter yeah. So where the, the guy most... was like, I want to become an ice cream man, and then ultimately the kid <laughs> was like, I want to become a dog, and that's right. it. But um, anything that comes to mind. <laughs> I think in the very early years of my life, I wanted to be an air hostess. Mm. um yeah wow. after that yeah cuz they were pretty and they would be in the skies all the time and i really like flying i still do like flying um yeah. but yeah don't want to be an air hostess anymore too much work and mm. it ages you apparently being in the air so no no i want to be really <laughs> yeah i think um, it's also a lifestyle right yeah it's a lifestyle as well exactly it's quite taxing mm. and i don't know it's not for somebody like me who is yeah i don't know anyways uh after that i wanted to be an architect um and i mm-hmm. gave one exam as well so there's elementary and intermediate yeah. uh, these drawing exams i gave one of those exams and then in the second one i was like eh, i'm not sure if i want to be an architect uh and then i left that <laughs> I, i don't know why i left to be honest with you because i wanted to be an architect for like a good 4 5 years i think between my um, 4th grade to 9th grade i think i was like yes architect so that's what i'm going to do <laughs> and after that in 9th grade we had a very enthusiastic biology teacher uh, i will tell you who i'm talking about after <laughs> yes. this no, we know one? we know wait which one <laughs> exactly i don't need the one who used to jump and be very excited okay. about biology uh, i mean then no i'm sure he knows her she was a very cool person but anyways uh, i got very interested in biology because of her Mm. and um at around the same time i mean uh, once we had a very brief mention of uh, brain function in our textbook and uh, i somehow just got fascinated by that i wanted to be a neurosurgeon at one point of time then i was like nah i don't want to be wow. a doctor i don't want to cut people wow. open <laughs> so then <laughs> and then i was like okay you know what i'll just do uh, something related to the brain but let it be research related so then i wanted to be a scientist so i did uh, neuroscience i studied uh, i did a bachelor's and masters in that wanted to do a phd but then i was like nah academia i'm not sure about that hmm. but now i'm somehow related to that so i didn't end up doing the phd uh, but i do work in the um, medical field so um, yeah, clinical field cool. so yeah. yeah so that was my very weird 
trajectory of who trajectory, I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I was really hoping that you would say ice cream, man. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> like, this is, what is this? Did you, like, you wanted to fucking be an architect in fourth grade, nine years old? Unacceptable. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> too mature wow. for a child i think i think you know what's money i i think you came from a place of okay i'm gonna get really fun answers to this question and no, then i just no, actually no because i'll tell you this relates to the second question that i have but no it, it is still fun man if you think about it like the aerostress thing is such a childish way of like oh planes fly i also want to fly yeah, I also want to fly. Right. <laughs> so it, it still is rooted. It still is rooted in that childlike wonder and excitement. So yeah, yeah. not disappointed. Then <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, you remember? No, I don't. I really no. don't remember. Ice cream what... man, it is. Ice cream ice man, cream man it, is. it is. No, ice cream woman. Come on. But ice cream woman. Yeah. I mean, why I'm man? Sorry. Why man? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yes. No, ice cream so... men are creepy. No, no, no. Uh, probably not ice cream man at some point in time i did want to do something related to the sea when i was quite younger Ooh. that is up until the point i realized i hate seas but uh, <laughs> i really do love it it's so so i love it it's so hot and humid i don't know what else to tell you it's a very i i recently spoke to a friend of mine who went to a beach last weekend and i was telling her how, why and how much i hate sea and she was just like wow that's a very bizarre way to look at beaches everybody oh, loves but beaches. you know and i'm just but no you what? know it's humid there's sand your hair is they're windy they're windy go to a mountain i don't know like <laughs> but you won't climb up a mountain You're, you you have beef drive. with mountains also i will drive <laughs> up a mountain i will drive up a mountain oh god <laughs> no come trek with me man what is this that's not happening. i have a very i have a very elegant solution to your hot and humid problem carry a portable fan that doesn't take away <laughs> the humidity that doesn't you'll sweat less True. Are yeah. but the fan is with you, and I'm telling you what I don't know what beach you've been to, but beaches are very windy. I think you'll be fine, and the water is cool. No, even if it is windy, it doesn't. It isn't like <laughs> still it's sweaty. Whatever, yar, it's too much, and the salt water is too much. I can't deal with. But you know, Listen, that's the feeling I'm, I'm, that I enjoy the most. Coming away with that salty. Exactly. Stuff. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I propose a trip to Alibag. Uh, let's let's take our podcast to Alibag oh, sometime yeah. when we are all <laughs> in the same Max. place. So that so that God, after that, when will I that will, be? I will, I will rekindle. It'll be an Alibag special podcast. <laughs> I'll rekindle at my the love beach just to piss the off. Yeah, no, no, I, no. See, that's what I'm saying. I'll rekindle my love with sea, and then I'll you know jump back into that field of studies. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But either way, that's what I wanted to do, and then I stopped. Like I got over it, and honestly, I don't have any recollect, like memory of what I genuinely ever wanted to do, other than like boss people around. Like that's like not <laughs> even a joke. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. all I saw. Was getting to tell a bunch of people to tell to do stuff, but I did. Right. Yeah, I did. I did want to. I don't, I don't know because you know. Like, no. I uh, as you know, we didn't interact very much in school, and you said boss people around. 
and i just instantly remembered you walking around in the school with your hair held dye and those glasses and i was like those two plates and i was like yes the plates <laughs> the plates yes yeah the plates mm. it fits bossing people around <laughs> I know because that was not bossing in the sense just bossing bossing because because every time I used to think of anything now I'm like I am not I I feel like and this is very weird but ever since I was a child this I had had this mentality like I'm not very good at doing things but I'm very I'm like I'll be I'm very good at coming up with things so I just have to get mm. people to do them mm. I'll come up with it you're then, a you're a thinker and then yeah. other people will yeah. do it. Because I don't have the technical skill for it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. You should be a strategist. Yeah. Yes. See, so not not as fun as ice cream man, but you know what? <laughs> I don't. But you get to boss people around. End of the day, I guess. Yeah. You can ask people to get you ice cream. So. True. Which yes. is the antithesis of an ice cream man, I suppose, because you are the one who is <laughs> getting them ice cream. Can you imagine? Have you seen that picture of um? um Shit! What's his name? The actor who played Ron Weasley. What's wrong with Rupert me? Grint. Rupert Grint. He oh, has an ice cream truck. He has an ice cream oh, truck. Yes. yes, he does. He does. He does. And he goes on Tottenham Court Road. Yes. Yeah. Ice cream. Yes, I know. I know. It's so cool. I love it when people do such random things. Oh, I'm so excited to hear about this. What? <laughs> yeah, Mane. What did you want to be when you were a child? Or adult, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I feel like you might know maybe I don't know if I tell you you might remember. Um. So, uh, when I was younger, I had this radio and I used to listen to it a lot. Like even back then, I I was like a night owl. I just used to be up until like late hours of the night. I used to listen to radio a lot. So radio jockey was a thing. Like I just oh. wanted to be on radio. and talk which is funny considering this is how i explain to people what a podcast is it's like a radio on demand and we are doing that's what i was going to say yeah. you are yeah. a radio so, jockey in a way right and it just it just clicked while i was thinking you know right now and i was like oh i got it in a form and the second so this was like the two things that i remember very distinctly and i felt very strongly about all the other ice cream man thingies were like come and go you know not significant yeah. this was one the second thing maybe you guys remember i don't know sorali might was a psychiatrist and oh I yes very, yeah i was very like ooh you really why oh, i remember this we've had we've had voice notes yeah yeah yeah, yeah very interested in what makes people Think. themselves whatever whatever just just people and like the yeah. mind and all of that So back then I didn't have the understanding of the difference between like a psychologist or a psychiatrist or like a therapist whatever like the whole um, spectrum of because people use them interchangeably whereas they are different professions and they oh, yeah. they are different qualifications as well and they entail different powers quote unquote of what you can do with your patient i mean in terms of like prescribing medicine or for the treatment or what not all that jazz mm-hmm. so yeah i mean that whole field was something i was super interested in but it turns out that i didn't want to study that much so i was just like oh my <laughs> but yeah i just didn't like it very seriously pursue it but although like now like almost 10 years later it's still something that interests me so the interest has not gone away even though i didn't pursue it 
you know, know you can yeah no i i know plus uh, yeah i know and i know what you mean by being interested in uh, psychiatry uh and as you mentioned yes psychiatry is a medical profession like that's a you have yep. to have a exactly. medicine mm. degree but exactly. psych- psychology you can still get a masters in it and become a therapist yes yeah that could be yeah. never mind that could yeah. be done go ahead yeah. with your second question if you want but you know <laughs> hmm yeah yeah go ahead i think i'll say this off air mm. okay cool okay so yeah so while i was thinking about all of these things so like one just pulling back from a little bit part of the story what we discussed right now um dhanu your dad's example for ali or grandpa's example um i wonder like the thing that we spoke about wanting to do things post our retirement whatever it is xyz like it was law for your grandfather it was being one with nature for your dad and whatever it is that people pick up after retirement i wonder whether these things come from the things that you were interested in when you were a kid for example painting or farming i mean obviously kids might not be interested in farming but just but playing around in the dirt. gardening exactly gardening or just playing around in the dirt i don't know something just like cooking opening up a cafe you know whatever because you have the capital to invest in it now at the age of 55 or whatever yeah. i wonder whether these interests you you know sort of um get inspiration from your childhood interests or do you pick up things during your lifetime and you discover new interests and be like oh you know i really enjoyed this but i never got the time or energy or didn't have the money back when i was 35 to pursue this i'm going to do it now or it's like a mix of it like for like what i said right now something i was interested in 10 years ago i still am interested in today will i pick it up when i'm 42 who knows you know just something to think about yeah i was going to i was going to say that uh, with your uh, what i've said just now that you know you can just you can uh, get a masters degree in uh, yeah. in it and still be a therapist I, i was thinking like that could be a post retirement plan there you go but <laughs> but oh, that would be so cool like me sitting in this big ass chair with like gray hair and specs and like having this worldly aura of like you know you know mm-hmm. i can totally cool. imagine you yeah. especially in a big chair yes <laughs> mandi dalke oh my god cross legged cross legged yeah 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 mandi is feels yeah yeah now do you want to be that therapist uh, that was in flea bag I love that actress. I don't know. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> right? Dude, but dude, the best part about that was we saw her in Killing Killing Eve also. So I was just like, uh... I know all the cast of Fleabag is amazing. I don't know her name, but whatever. But or or no, wait, no, even better. The 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 therapist in uh, Sex Education. Uh, Would I love her? Wait, oh, Jillian, I Jillian loved her Murphy. too. I loved I her. I went back and saw her other shows because I love her so much. Oh God, I love her. The fall, by the way, the fall on Netflix will recommend ahead of my recommendation list. But just while we are on the topic, yes, yeah. yes, I know. Jillian is a lead there. Yeah, yeah, Jillian and so her her field in sex education is also amazing. But yeah, but aside from that, I. 
to answer hmm. your question i think that it's a mix of both because sometimes there are some interests that are because even if they are interest of your childhood you have obviously still kept it with you throughout like your life that is why at the end of it like at the at retirement or whenever you are able to you go back to it it's because there are so many things we did do as a ch- as children that we have forgotten that we don't enjoy anymore mm. so there are there is something in your life some reason why uh throughout your life you have harnessed it like even if not directly even if not so like for example like my father and his all time need to like go go live in a village or whatever he is still right now he's like he goes on treks he runs he does all yeah. of that like in small in it's not like out of the blue he's getting up one day and he's like when i actually i don't know if it, this was his thing since he was a child or this was like uh, something he thought of over the course of his year but uh, but either way you still indulge in it a little bit if not completely throughout your life mm. which is why you yeah. continue. so like if you want to open up a cafe you still cook like for yourself yeah how you are picking it up, picking it up is different because maybe as a child you didn't like cooking like as a ch- as children unless you are on the master chef master chef junior i don't think anybody can cook <laughs> as an 8 year old but you know some things some passions you do get over the course of your life but some things are since you were like in your teens or whatever since you were young that is you have them and you have just kept kept up with it in some way or form right i think cooking is an example for me yeah never went inside the kitchen when i was younger now i can live there so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i guess so i'm still i'm still very basic i'm i'm still a very basic cook i enjoy elaborate cooking man love it See, i and, i enjoy cooking I as well i look at cooking as a life skill more than a, yeah, yeah 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 more than anything else so it's all it's all a matter of like how how we look uh, how we gain our interest i would love yeah. if we are going to uh, the retirement plan i would love to do this but it's going to be obsolete and this is going to be stupid and there's no there's going to be no use of it by the time we retire but i would love to own like a bookstore ooh why and obsolete because books that will be, be amazing yeah like vintage books it would be vintage like bookstore book. and and books you know you cannot compare physical books to virtual books they're just different i'm not comparing i mean come on physical books, books but physical books are also now bought via amazon not via your local bookstore well but where is the experience then i mean come on uk waterstones i would just go sit yes. in waterstones for hours because i loved that books i love bookstores i don't I think amazon went there, i just went that. there like last to last week to get manga for someone but yeah oh. <laughs> manga there but uh, they do yeah they you do. know hmm. oh 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 um uh, i don't know who all from the uk are listening to us but uh, in brooklyn yeah there is this really cool bookstore i will look up the name for you it's just amazing they have really lovely looks 
inside there to think sit. Think I know which one you are talking about. Yeah, and they have a huge mirror at the end of the bookstore. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it looks double the size, and it's just amazing. I just love it. I I just love it. It's it's my happy place. So I used to get hot chocolate from uh, this really cool artisanal chocolate place, and then I used to go there. Stuff. I know, I know. So, see, the aesthetic of bookstores is great, but given the experience, I feel like you know, but like given how many bookstores are closing down, bro, like there are so many bookstores that like shut down because it's expensive to keep up with it, and people don't actually. I don't know. That is why I felt it would be obsolete. But like, yeah, obviously, I would love to have, uh, like ideally, own a bookstore. That would be great. I think just to read books all day. You know, I think that a lot of them close down because, of course, because of e-commerce, a lot of brick and mortar stores are closing down because, cost-wise, it's it's a lot more money to run them, uh, and keep them functional. But that is probably why uh, a lot of these bookstores have closed down because they did not start the store with the objective that it's going to be an experience. they started it thinking that okay people are just going to come and buy books from this place we are a normal brick uh, brick and mortar store but there are other places that are focused on delivering an experience and they well they will do well because people cannot get that experience online unless you make this really virtual like really elaborate virtual reality thing that again depends on your tastes whether you would want to do it uh, in a simulation or uh, physically but i think dunno i don't know why i'm pressing so much you know it's like no dunno you have to do this <laughs> no, no, no. but uh, it is it is true it will because in my mind i was thinking like yeah it is it will end up being like a hipster thing where people are just like yeah no we go to the bookstore and stuff like that and it fits your vibe you know i it i'm i'm shipping this it really <laughs> fits so well. i see and mane to answer your question this my this yeah. uh, like a uh, dream comes from my childhood obsession with books and yeah my it 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 is uh, carried on in my adulthood because right now i right now not right now as in exactly right now but through my adult throughout my adult life i have had i didn't have time to read as much i used to read yes uh, when yes. i was younger so it also satiates my need for that like it is like okay i can mm-hmm. if i have a bookstore i can just read books i have so many books at right. my disposal that i can read although i don't think I get that. unless it's yeah. a vintage book i can i don't think you can because you'll ruin the book but whatever it's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> because no, i see that yeah 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 it it's and i mean yeah if you have like a specific theme in your mind and if you go with that uh then you know like the it has like these books that are specifically catering to this type of genre not specifically doesn't mean that it doesn't have anything else but this is the place you mm-hmm. get this specific type of books the most yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly so sorry that would be ideal yeah i think um so you know uh, the reason i didn't speak up before about this childhood question is because i was really trying very hard to remember if i had any particular passions um or if i developed any new passions that were not related to my childhood and one thing that i realized which is a common thread uh in whatever i have pursued is that i have 
always been curious hmm and that has driven a lot of things that i've done in life right the degree that i studied it was because i was curious and i am experimental which is why i wanted to do research i enjoy bird watching because i'm curious about well what kind of a bird it is it and what kind of sound does it make and when will i see it next you know uh, it's those kind of things that uh, rather than a particular uh, passion of of doing a certain thing uh, i think for me what is a common thread is a quality that i can attach to all of the things that i enjoy with which is curiosity so maybe it could be something like that as well that might tie us to our child but i mean then then there um, is no limit for you i was you going know? to say that I, i was just going to say for you it's sky's the limit cuz by the right. time there <laughs> you might have found curiosity in like eight different places that you can pick from like this is what i want to pursue now <laughs> so cool so, so, so cool. biology is definitely something that i enjoy so that is why i have chosen that field but yes curiosity is the is the it is taking the common thread yeah i think that's you know, a great out answer of, yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know the amongst the all three of us, I think Mani, you are probably the most self-aware because hey. you know I yeah because I have always told you this, and I think a lot of listeners are probably going to agree with me when I say that you have a really unique knack to uh, connect with people and to talk to them, and the fact that you had you know radio jockey and then. psychology psychiatrist whatever <laughs> that's, that's how i open my no no that's how i open my conversation so what it is that you do what's your day job <laughs> what do you do <laughs> yeah. so you it. are that person i'm going to punch you you are the person i need to punch <laughs> please do that would mean i, I can see you <laughs> oh, oh, oh man yeah also please don't break my specs they're the only ones i have right now <laughs> <laughs> what? What is this garibi? What is? Are they locked down? I don't want to go out. No, no, I know. And I, I don't have lenses. Oh well, but lenses are not practical. Yeah, I mean, I'm not day. really. I don't want to do that when I'm at home. You know, whatever. Who is? You know, they are like the equivalent of um, bras. You just don't want yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Home. Oh yeah, yeah. they uh, do not serve a purpose when you're home. That is mm. true. Exactly. But still, you should yeah. at least. Two glasses. Come on, man. Think ahead. Yeah, I don't. Now, clearly, I'm the doctor in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> you should yeah. get two glasses of wine. I should. I should. I know. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that makes sense. You know, just when you, whenever you're getting, just order. Anyway, this is going in a oh different direction. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mani again missed my joke completely. Though I think both of us, both of our jokes today have just gotten trampled on. I know, right? Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah it just feels like we've reached that like the natural lull in the conversation right about uh, now yeah so not not a lull you've you have left me in this very nostalgic place where i'm just <laughs> imagining about my childhood days and what i used to do the kind of shenanigans i had so yeah <laughs> Yeah, but no, you're right. You know, it it actually takes some time to remember. You can't remember what it is that you used to do, man. 
because of and i didn't even know the context that it's from ramayan until i looked it up yesterday i just saw it as a film and i was just like oh i love this yesterday what reminded me of this short film was our story the the whole you know the doll thing reminded me mm-hmm. so it stars radhika apte if nothing watch it for her She's so beautiful um what it's based on is um indra the god mm-hmm. a lady called ahalya oh, and her, oh my god yes Yes. I know yes. I remember it was you. I knew somebody would remember you. Oh no, I have and seen this. You have you recommended it. Oh. You recommended oh, okay. to me like uh, along when you watched it, when you watched right. it. Right. Yeah. Guess my recommendations don't change over the years, but <laughs> good things yeah. are good, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Across of course, years. Of yeah yeah so and ahalya the the lady in the story adhika apte and her husband i think his name was gautam uh, might be wrong mm-hmm. so what happens is in the ramayan era story i won't tell the story of the short film i'll tell you what it's based on in the ramayan era story um the husband gautam um wait sorry a step back there is a stone or an object or something if you if you like touch it or if you have it in your possession you can take the identity of somebody else right so what happens is lord indra uh, takes the advantage of this object slash stone whatever and takes the identity of ahalya's Nasik. husband sorry nasik lord indra yeah <laughs> ahalya's husband oh. and uh, keeps with her now what happens is even though she was innocent her husband punishes her and turns her into stone so this movie explores mm. this whole situation from a different angle and it's really cool so just 14 minutes watch it people mm. and, and 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 the best part for me there's bengali in it i love that language it is such a sweet language i fucking love it oh yeah just just watch it i love it oh god yeah it is a good um, shot and yeah as i just remembered uh, what i was talking about also stars radhika apte stories by rabindranath tagore yes uh, Yes. That, yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yes.
whatever we spoke about in the first half of our podcast in like a 10 minute video so But it's a quick yeah yeah it's it's fun mm. and their animations are amazing so you know yeah is that so the fourth recommendation um is obviously toy story i mean please come on <laughs> Marad, if, if the whole story didn't if the whole story didn't remind you of it i mean yeah just just go watch even it if, again even if you like always end up watch it again yeah Yeah, I feel like we end up recommending Pixar stuff quite a bit. But yeah, Pixar Maybe. stuff is genius. What can you do? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't need to explain what Toy Story is. Just go watch it, people. Um, then next, there's a song called um Claire de Lune. So why I why this mm-hmm. is a recommendation is because I think it just has a feeling. So when I was thinking about you know what today's episode could be about and just going through this whole the questions and stuff. this was playing in the background and i was just like this is such a good question uh, sorry a good song to have an existential crisis to it's amazing <laughs> existential yeah. crisis so, playlist y'all yes i will be <laughs> dropping it soon um <laughs> okay so that's one the next one is also a song and this i remembered while we were having the conversation about how our previous generation wanted different things and we would be wanting perhaps something else mm-hmm. so um this is a cover of the original song by bob dylan the song's name is the times they are a changing the cover mm-hmm. is by fort nowhere it's a very hauntingly beautiful song and um crown fan if there are any listening to us right now you will know this song from the latest season too good 10 on 10 Okay, okay, just listen. Um, yeah, I have a movie recommendation, The Namesake, because it's about oh, finding your identity. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Swarali, oh I cannot. I love you. Have I, I ever told you? Why are you going to recommend the same you? thing? No, 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 no. no, no, no. She I has some. She has a love relationship with that book. Yes. Oh yeah, so, in school, I remember. I think you gave it to me the book. I think I I don't remember, but I believe it because that sounds like me, dude. It's been my <laughs> bedside table book for. I mean, you're saying it now, almost a decade. It's like the book I always have on my bedside table. I love that book. Makes oh sense. God. I've known about this uh, your book from school. I remember you had carried. Oh my god! Yes. I Sorry, I movie. yeah, I overtook with my excitement. Please continue. No that's great I love it. <laughs> uh and the other thing is a song uh it reminded me I was reminded of it when we said applause so it's applause by Lady Gaga. <laughs> I love end that. on an applause. We should end on <laughs> yes. applause. Yeah. No but I just to elaborate on namesake what it's about for anybody who wants to check it out. Um it starts with a little bit about a guy who has immigrated to the US. uh he's a teacher so his life there with his like he's newly wedded so his life along with his wife's life in the 80s in the us they have immigrated from 
um calcutta bengali again partly mm-hmm. where my love for it started um and just just how they figure out their life away from their um, country etc etc they have a son and the son's name is inspired by a major life event in the father's life and hence the name the namesake and just how that the name that he gets the, the son how it sort of affects his life as you know as he's growing up how it affects a few things in his teenage life as an adult and then we see his life play out so i don't know it's just a lovely book i love it also the movie there is tabu in it there is oh my god i'm blanking irfan out khan, oh my, irfan khan irfan khan oh my god there is irfan khan and kalpen yes yep. there is kalpen and there is one of my favorite scenes in the book which has been depicted so so in such a lovely manner in the movie as well but yeah i, I can talk about it for another 20 minutes i'm not going to but yeah this this brings us to the end of our recommendations for today cool yeah so we are done this is it awesome so we are done for with another episode cool. yeah i hope guys. this was yeah i hope this was also like a semi nostalgic same a semi like uh, existential crisis inducing fun episode for you guys i don't know what you're leaving with but yeah yeah let us whichever know whichever it is you, let us know yeah why yeah whichever it is let yeah. us know let us know if you also wanted to be an ice cream man when you were younger or a woman or a whatever woman. yeah or a woman this is like <laughs> embarrassing for us you guys Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, you can email us at at gmail.com and you can also find us on Instagram. We'll just link everything down below. Cool. Have a great week, day, morning, whenever it is that you're listening. Bye. 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 Bye.